She's an amazing life empowerment coach, and she gives some free information three times a week here on The Milkman Show. Susie, the diva of love, and this week, it's developing self-empowerment. Yesterday, we turned bad choices into power. Today, in a similar vein, Susie, you want to address how to take bad habits and turn them into power. Yes. So, show of hands, who's had bad habits they wish they could better control? We all do, obviously. <laughs> Every hand better have gone up there. <laughs> if you're honest with yourself, right. you know, it could be something like biting your fingernails or it could be substance abuse or junk food binging or you're addicted to scrolling on your mobile phone. You know, whatever your bad habit is, minor or major, it has a significant impact on your life. Instead of you controlling it, it controls you. Yep. It has your power. Yep. So breaking bad habits will empower you by changing the trajectory of your life's path, moving it in a more useful direction, because think of how much time you waste on your bad habits and what you could be doing that's much more productive. So where do you start? Um, for, for me, I, bad habits for me, it's just start, you know, acknowledge your bad habit and then start thinking of where it came from. You know, uh, for example, like a child sucking their thumb is a reflex to comfort them, right? Is this food comforting you? Is this uh, whatever you're doing bringing you some sort of fulfillment? Is it is it giving you kind of a reward? Uh, because identifying what triggers your bad habit and what your reward is will allow you to understand it better. So when you understand it better, you're able to control it better and you're able to empower yourself. So um, think of like for me, I'll give I'll give my own example. Like I love potato chips. Like mm -hmm. that's like a huge thing for me right there with and you. you and me both. So for me, I needed to stop because it's it was affecting my blood pressure. Uh, it was affecting my weight. I was using it to comfort me. Uh, when I was stressed. And so I, I wanted to stop. And I figured out that those were the reasons that I was I was eating chips, right? I was eating it to comfort me when I was had anxiety and I had stress. And it be, just became a bad habit. Um, and, you know, I it would be my go to. And so in order to stop that, I started replacing that whenever I felt stressed or whenever I felt uh, like I needed that, that chip, I started doing something else. You know, uh, I started walking on the treadmill or I, I was listening to some music that I liked or I wa started watching something. Uh, I started replacing the habit with something else and little, and I started working on the reasons of I was stressed uh, so I started doing being more mindful and breathing exercises and eliminating that stress and eliminating those triggers also helped me to not want the chips anymore. Right. Uh, it's, it's, so it's a conversation you actually have to have with yourself. First off, you need to, like you said, recognize that you're doing it, figure out why you're doing it. And then you need to have that conversation with yourself every single time you find yourself going back to it, reminding yourself that, no, no, you're only doing this because uh, the, the first thing my mind went to when you were describing that was not chips, as a matter of fact. It was when I used to be a smoker. 
And mm-hmm. back in the days when radio ran off CDs, you couldn't go and have a cigarette unless the song you were playing was well over five minutes and 20 seconds. That's the time it would take to walk out of the studio, down the hall, through the security door, to the smoking room, light the smoke, smoke the smoke, go back, you know, in reverse, yeah. back to the control. You needed a fight. Like we always talk about Meatloaf being a smoke break song, etc. And then when I quit smoking, those songs would come on. And the conversations I would have to have with myself in order to break myself of the intuition to, you know, just get up and walk. Oh, I'm going to go for a smoke now. No, I needed to disassociate that thinking and just force myself to sit there. The first time I sat through (laughs) a meatloaf song (laughs) in the studio and didn't go for a smoke. Right. So, yeah, (laughs) I get it. So, yeah. And and it's true. You associate. That's why music is so powerful, because you associate it with a memory. Oh, you know, for me, Stairway to Heaven was always the last song at the dance, which is why I hate it so much. I was a DJ at every dance and every last song had to be Stairway to Heaven. And there was this one guy who would always ask me to dance. Oh, yeah. And we're still friends. And I was joking with him uh, (laughs) about it like once. And I'm like, you always used to ask me, goes, yeah, because you were. You are the softest person and the squishy. I'm like, Aww. thanks so much. <laughs> I hope like, I, I hope he means that. well by that. Yes, he did. He uh, was like, you know, grabbing asses and, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> he enjoyed it. I'm like, thanks so much. But uh, it would, he would I would always be guaranteed that dance at the end. Well, there you go. <laughs> God, I hate that song um, for that yeah, very so, reason. You know. Determine if there's anything you can do about that trigger trigger to help minimize its impact it has on your life. Right. So it might mean going to therapy. It might mean, um, you know, talking to to someone, a trusted person, a coach, whatever. But try and figure out, take care of the trigger and then you can take care of whatever bad habit it is. Sure. Um, so and replace it with a good habit that gives you similar reward and gives you back your power and control. It feels so good. Like for me, when I really want those chips and I go on the treadmill, honestly, I it's hard. It's really hard to get there. But then after I feel so good and I feel empowered because I controlled it. It didn't, it didn't control me. And you feel good after you've done some exercise. So it releases endorphins. So it actually has a positive impact in, in many ways. But it took me a while to get there. It's not something that happens overnight. And be kind and patient with yourself. Like, don't expect, you know, I'm going to go run 20 minutes on a treadmill to get rid of whatever addiction I have. Um, no, it doesn't work that way. So, you know, baby steps. Right. So here is uh, something you can try. So write down one bad habit in your journal. We've talked about a feel good journal before. Mm -hmm. Each time you do it, put a mark and write down what triggered it and what you got out of it. So what was the reward? Do it each time until you figure out the why and then make a plan to change. Again, you're seeing it written down. It's right there in black and white or blue and white or whatever color of ink you used and white. Um, yeah, the visual impact of, of writing things down, that's really what propels change. If you keep it in your head, it doesn't seem to be that effective for me anyway. But writing no. things down when I see it, then I take action. Exactly. Speaking of, you got so a post-it he- note for us? 
Oh, I do. All right. I will create good habits that empower me. I will create good habits that empower me. Fascinating conversation as always. She's a life empowerment coach available to coach you as well. Susie, how do people find you online? Diva of love.com. 